you can create whatever you want your life to be like. You can create the income you want, the relationship you want, the health that you want. You can create that. You can control your destiny. To me, that's freedom. What is freedom? Okay. And for me, when I first started my journey, this work. So, you know, the journey starts the moment you're born. But when I, about six years ago, I, I, I started this business. I had a different business before. And I was working really hard to get the business off the ground. And for the first three years, it was like all my effort was going into it. Okay. I was just like, the thing that I knew was hard work. The thing that I knew was hard work. That was my, the, the only tool in my tool chest. Maybe I had a little project management in there. Maybe I had a, a little bit of problem solving in my mind, but I thought that it was hard work, that that was what was gonna get me ahead. But in fact, what was happening was I was working 10, 12, 14 hour days. And you know, I was making more money year over year. I was doing some things right, but I did not know what I was doing right. And I wanted, and I wasn't free. I did not know how to create the results that I wanted. It was like a friggin' mystery to me. Like, why did when I do this, it sometimes worked? And when I did this, it didn't. Both, both things seemed like a great marketing initiative, idea for my business, way of scaling, all of that. Why was it that sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't? And I really did not feel free. I felt trapped by my business. I loved my business. I loved what I did, okay? I loved my business. But I felt trapped by not understanding what was gonna move the needle, what was gonna create more freedom for myself, and what was gonna create more cash flow and income for myself. Whatever may be said in praise of poverty, the fact remains that it is not possible to live a really complete and successful life unless one is rich. Now you can define rich however you want. That's up to you, okay? But if you don't have the financial means in our Western world to do what you wanna do, you will always feel trapped, okay? So in some ways, when I first started this journey, that money freedom was, was like, that was first and foremost for me. Because I knew that part of my personal freedom came from the ability to understand how to create a, this resource, money, so that I could do what I wanted to do in this world, so that I could do whatever I wanted to do, that I didn't have to be limited. How many of you feel the same way? Okay, how many of you think, you know, if I just had some more money, I could do so many things. I could grow my business. I could travel. I could take care of my, my family. I could buy the pretty clothes. I could move to a nicer place. You could scale your business, right? It's not, uh, you could contribute to charities. That's a big thing for people, right? They want to make an impact. But even if you're running a nonprofit, you cannot make an impact without having the money to run that nonprofit. Money is such a resource, okay? And it creates your ability to do what you want in life. True freedom though, requires that you break through limitations and prove your own survivability. So I wanna explain what I mean here. So again, when I first started this journey, I was like, 
I'm going to make a million dollars. If I just make a million dollars, I will be fucking free. Okay. Like that was like, boom, done. That like, that was like, that is what I want to do. I want to do it with using my genius. I want to serve. I want to be a good human being, but fucking A, I just want to make that money. Okay. I want to get that done. You need to prove that you can move forward, that you can take risks, that you can make quick decisions, that you will make mistakes in your life because we're human. We make mistakes, but that you will survive. Your subconscious thinks that you are not going to survive. Your subconscious thinks you must stay trapped, not free, but trapped because they think that they're not going to survive. Your subconscious is very black and white. It thinks this that you've done already, this is survivable. We'll do that again and again and again, even if it's not what you consciously want. So take, a, take an example that we've all had. You have a girlfriend, she keeps dating that guy. That it's different guys, 10 different guys, but they're the same guy. They're the guy that like treats her like shit, right? She says she wants the great relationship. She says she wants someone who uh, dotes on her and loves her and calls her and takes her out and has fun and cares about her feelings and all of that. But she keeps t- you know, dating the guy who treats her like crap. Consciously, she wants something else, but subconsciously, her belief about herself, her self-image, what she is worth, what is okay for her, what she's allowed to have, has been programmed back in the day and she keeps playing that out and playing that out and playing that out because she thinks if she has the great relationship that she won't survive. That's different. That's change. It's the same thing with making money, you guys. If you are at this this level, right, that's what you know. That's your belief structure. And until you change who you're being, both on the inside and on the outside, and you do that by changing your belief structure and your self-image, you won't get different results on the outside. Because just working harder doesn't work. It's not the solution. Think about this. If working harder was the solution, the person who was breaking up concrete or laying asphalt, who's working their patootie off much harder than I work, okay, would be receiving huge amounts of money but that's not true. And I worked really hard when I was receiving a lot less. I still put in the effort, you guys. I'm not saying that this is not about hard work. I put in the effort. My team puts in the effort. We all put in the effort with a great attitude, but we put in the effort and you do too, but that's not the only thing. Okay. You're stuck in your own version of the matrix. That's based on the belief system that you grew up with in your family of origin, in your society, in the environment that you were raised in. You, you, you learned this and it was like totally functional for you in your family of origin, but now you're an adult, you've grown up and you need to reprogram yourself for truth. So we have to be, stop being reactive to outside circumstances. Outside of us, things happen. It's not that they're not real, but you need to learn how not to be reacting based on your habitual old belief structure. Because if you do that, you will keep getting the same results that you've always gotten.
Okay, so we have to stop being reactive and we have to start being responsive, which requires that you have ordered thinking. Ordered thinking is based on truth, based on law versus based on emotions, based on like old programming, okay? When we are just in reactive mode, it keeps us trapped. Freedom is not living an obsessed, undisciplined life. Freedom is being able to control your life and in making it what you want it to be. I freaking love that definition. Freedom is not living an obsessed, undisciplined life. I get this idea, like I wanna be free, but how many of you say that and you're doing whatever you want all day and then you feel bad about yourself because you're not getting the results? That is not freedom. That is effing up your life. You've got to choose what you want and then do the things that give you what you want. Now that doesn't have to be all or nothing. People go into this all or nothing thinking, right? I either have to go all into my business or I have to go all into something else. So freedom is being able to control your life. And part of what the, this methodology that I'm gonna teach you today is about is being able to control your results, control your outcomes. If you say you have a goal of making X, you actually do make that, okay? I wanna tell you a little bit about where I was because you really have to be aware of how you trap yourself or what kinds of traps you are in, okay? So I, I used to walk around making every single decision in my life and in my business based on what I think, what I thought other people would want of me, based on what I thought they would want, whether they would be pleased. And, and think about that, does that, for you? Do you walk around thinking like, should I make dinner or should I work on my business? Well, the, the, the kids are going to be upset if there's not food right now. Okay. And of course you need to figure out how to feed your kids, but you also need to figure out how to run your business. But if that's the conversation in your head, you haven't made a decision. You haven't figured out how to discipline yourself, how to create structure for yourself because that level of structure is gonna help you create freedom, okay? So I, I was constantly worried about, like I would make decisions in my, my business based on what I thought clients would be pleased with. Now that's, that's okay to an extent, you need to understand your target audience, you need to speak, speak in language that makes sense to them, you need to be, to be um, really solving a problem for them. But if you're reactive, like you think that they're going to be upset at you, you think that they are going to, to be mad at you if say you change your pricing or you add, uh, add or take away something from a program that you're selling and you're worried in your mind what they're gonna think, you're going to, to be reactive, okay? And that is not freedom. So I was constantly worried. So as I started to up-level my life, which meant that I was making more money and doing different things. I had the story in my head of like, who am I? Who do I think I am? That is the old programming limiting you, okay? You want that. So we, we've already started talking about money traps, but we wanna really get clear on where you're feeling trapped around money. I want you to be thinking about where you're trapped with money, okay? How do you make buying decisions? Where does that feel limited? And where does that feel like, okay, I can see what I'm doing and I know that's not what I wanna do, but I haven't taken the new action yet, okay? So for me, 
I had already started this process, but I hadn't fully shifted my beliefs because it doesn't happen overnight. There's an iterative process to this. So I had already invested 100K into mentoring. It was a lot of money, okay? That's the, the amount of a small mortgage for one year, okay? And yet on Amazon, I was whittling away my time trying to figure out what the best deal I could get was on $10 items. I had not changed my money mindset, okay? I did not have a money consciousness that was gonna up-level me. Now, I was, I was working on it. You don't have to go all or nothing, okay? And you don't have to feel bad. I want you to be very clear. You don't have to feel bad about this, but you do need to change it, okay? I do not believe in guilt and shame. And if, if any of the things that I'm saying trigger you and start making you feel bad, I want you to pause there and recognize that that's guilt and shame coming up, but that I'm not doing that, that's self-imposed. Because I understand the process, there's no guilt and shame, but you do have to change it, okay? Because you know, doing this kind of price shopping is indicate, indicative of not knowing how to create money. And you wanna start programming yourself to, to remember you know how to create money. So many, 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 subtle ways of feeling trapped. I want you to see what pops for you as we keep talking and really, you know, write those down. This is one of the ways you move the needle by, by not doing that um, ostriching, okay, where you put your head in the sand and pretend everything's fine, right? There's this thing that people do like, my life is good. It's good enough. I'm all good. Don't have to change anything. Actually, if you want different things, you have to start the self-awareness process. So start writing down the very subtle ways of feeling trapped. Okay, so I got a radical idea for you. If any of you followed my teachings, you will know that I say this all the time, that heaven is our natural state. Feeling good is our natural state. This is our spiritual stance. This is our God-like stance. This is, I don't know if you use the word God or spirit or source or infinite intelligence, but this natural state of all the energy that is, is positive. It's delightful. It feels good. We want to, we want to be there. We want to move towards that more and more in our life. And yes, our experience as human beings, there, there are going to be challenges. There is going to be struggle, right? You've heard that before, right? That, that our human experience is part of, is, is struggle, okay? So instead of thinking and reaffirming, oh, the struggle is normal, what if you thought, actually, heaven is our natural state. Being delighted, having a freaking kick-ass life, being lit up, having fun, having great sex, right? Like whatever you think of as amazing, like that's your natural state. That's the standard that you work from. If you slip out of that, that's not natural. That's not my norm. It doesn't mean that there aren't challenges, okay? We're not looking for perfection. We're not looking for like, I never have negative feelings, okay? But you are looking at how much of the time can you stay in heaven, okay? In that good place. Because quite frankly, is that part of freedom for you? to feel good. It was part of my desire. I wanted, I didn't like feeling like I was on an emotional roller coaster all the time, feeling triggered by people and things that other people did and said. 
I felt totally reactive. I wasn't in control of my responses. The law of vibration says you will get matched with how you show up. Okay, so the success mindset to remember here is hold yourself to higher standard. I really wanted to go down that rabbit hole and I kept persistently at it. So what's required to create freedom? You must understand and live the creative process, but you have to understand it intellectually. That's a foundation. And then you have to start living that. It never stops. It's not like you get there. This is like my, one of my favorite quotes in the whole friggin' world, okay? The degree to which a person can grow is in direct proportion to the amount of truth he can accept about himself without running away. Now, in our case, it's a she, okay? But the degree to which a person can grow, you want growth. Like if you're telling me you want to make more money, you want an income breakthrough, you want your cash flow to increase, that is growth, okay? It's in direct proportion to the amount of truth she can accept about herself without running away. You must have self-awareness. Now, this is not about guilting and shaming yourself, but you have to be willing to look at the truth of how you're showing up, who you're being, the decisions you're making, whether you're letting yourself get thrown out of heaven. So how much truth can you accept about yourself without running away, without checking out, without going out of the room? Because that trigger is telling you that there's something that you're not willing to look at because heaven is your natural state. You must understand yourself. This is a success mindset. The more you understand yourself, the more success you will have. Self-awareness is key. Suppressing yourself suppresses your income. I want you guys to write that down. Suppressing yourself suppresses your income. That means when you say, I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z because my husband's going to be upset. My wife's going to be upset. My kids are going to be upset. My dog is going to be upset, right? Do this. I'm not going to do that because someone else is going to be upset. My parents are, are going to disapprove. My neighbors are going to disapprove, okay? Or I shouldn't show up on social media because they're not going to like this. Or I can't say that to a client because they're not going to like this. And you suppress yourself or you really want to do X, Y, and Z, but you say, hmm, not for me. That's for someone else. That's suppressing yourself. If you want to be free, you've got to be me. So the actual quote is, if, if I want to be free, I've got to be me. If you want to be free, you've got to be you. I heard this through Bob Proctor, who's a fabulous teacher, and he was studying under Bill Gove, who was a speaker, who said this. And it's, I had to hear this particular quote, like, 30, 40 times before I got it. If you suppress yourself, you suppress your delightful life, your delighted life. You won't, you won't have the life you want. It doesn't happen by chance. If you want a bigger life, if you want to be free, personally free, mentally free, emotionally free, financially free, you have to know yourself and you have to be yourself. You don't have to be me. You have to be you. So we have a growth directive. This is what I call your more life growth directive. We are here to grow. We have a spiritual DNA that we were all brought into this world with. My spiritual DNA and your spiritual DNA, completely different. This is why you have to be you, okay? And you were born with this. This is, you could call this your purpose. It's the potential that you have to grow into.
and you're supposed to be growing into more and you're supposed to be living out your purpose. The purpose of life is for growth, for you to be more of you, to be a fuller expression of yourself, to be a, to allow the universe, infinite intelligence, spirit, God, source to work through you as you. It wants to, to find form and become fully expressed through you. But if you are suppressing yourself and you're saying that you are wrong or that you need to be um, ashamed of a secret or ashamed of yourself and you don't allow yourself to grow, you are stopping that life force from moving through you and being expressed. And you will feel this as frustration, resistance, um, struggle, triggering trauma, all those negative emotions is that you have, you're, you're, you're reacting to life based on your old belief system. And you don't have a foundation of truth from which to make a better decision. So you're completely reactive and you're frustrated by what's coming up in front of you. And so you're not moving forward. You're staying stuck at the same level plateauing. And then this life force cannot find form through you because you're either growing or you're dying. And in order for you to live your more life direction, uh, directive, you must continue to make decisions in favor of where you're going, okay? Growth. Otherwise you're suppressing. Otherwise you are, are trapped. Otherwise you're limiting your life. So there is an inner game and an outer game to making a quantum leap. So, you know, when I first started this business, I made 30K my first year. I made 90K my second year. That's a tripling of my income. I was doing something right um, there. I was unconscious competent, meaning I didn't know what I was doing right, but I was doing something right. I wasn't, I wasn't consciously aware of it, so I couldn't repeat it, okay? And then my third year in business, it was 138. So a, a nice chunk more, okay? I was doing something right, but these were still in the grander scheme of things, not me living up to my potential. I knew I had more in me. And that fourth year in business, I made a decision to go for a million dollars. I did not know how I was gonna do that. I had no idea. But I was asked, how much money do I wanna make? Okay, how much money? And I was like, I wanna be a freaking millionaire. I set a goal. I said, I want to do this. I made a decision. I made a decision before seeing the way, before seeing the how, okay? How much money did I want to make, okay? And that year I went from 138 to 700K. I five times my income. I did not make the million dollars, you guys. I didn't. I had a goal. I didn't make it because I had a belief structure that you were good, but I, uh, that I was good, but I wasn't great, okay? I've subsequently changed that belief structure just so you know, okay? So I, I kept underperforming to my goals. That was the belief structure. You can do good, you can do well, but you can't, can't nail it, okay? I, I then crossed the seven-figure mark after that. But that first year, I, I, I five times my income. And I did it by changing the outer game tactics. You need the outer game tactics. It's not, it's not magical thinking here, guys. You have to do different things. You have to take different actions. There are outer game things. You need to have your sales clear. You have to be able to do marketing. You have to know what you're selling. There's all sorts of tactical things, okay? 
But the big changes were the inner game. It was learning the laws, understanding the creative process. You could call that manifestation if you want. Okay. And it was starting to really like myself. Okay. Not be someone who was ashamed of being her. Now, I didn't show up in the world on the outside that way, but on the inside, I was constantly confused and rejecting of myself. Okay. So I needed to learn that self awareness piece. Huge. You need to be 100% personally responsible for your results. This is a huge piece. And most people don't get this. Okay. Most people say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they make an excuse, they come up with an alibi. They say it's someone else's fault. Didn't make an excuse. Something happened here, right? 100% responsible for how I show up, okay? You have to understand you're 100% personally responsible for all your results. You are first cause and you must stop coming up with excuses. First cause means that you are putting everything into motion in your life. You are the person who is creating her outcomes. And you're doing this from what you're thinking, what you're saying, the decisions you're making, the behavior, your actions, your emotions. What you hold in your heart is much more important than what you hold in your mind. So here I want to bring in the law of cause and effect. Nothing happens by chance. Everything you experience in the world is an effect, meaning a result of a cause set in motion. Okay, a cause. My, what I hold in my heart is a cause set in motion. It's causing something. It's active. It's moving. It's moving things in this world. It's creating results. Effects become causes of new effects in a train of causation. Okay? So you want to be highly aware of how you're showing up because there's effect after effect after effect. There's a train of causation. As first cause, everything you set in motion returns to you the causal source as a result. The results that you're getting are a response to how you're showing up. This is the law of cause and effect. Understand your creative abilities and what drives you. So this is super important. If you are first cause, if the results that you get back come from you and the choices you're making, that's creative. You can be creative. You can, you can create whatever you want in this life by making different choices. Your greatest power is your power to choose. But you're programmed not to choose. You're programmed to be a victim. You're programmed to say, that's happening to me. He, he's fucking things up, okay? He's to blame. He's, he's a jerk. It's not true, okay? You are first cause. Learn to manage your mind and understand how you're programmed to think limitation rather than abundance. So when you look at a purchasing decision, right? If you look on Amazon, let's say, I used that as an example earlier. Are you thinking limitation? Okay. And in that moment, are you going to learn to manage your mind? Are you going to change your mind? You're, that's a choice. Oh, I see myself, self-awareness, I see myself going into, I can't afford that, or I shouldn't buy that, or there's not enough money, right? You were programmed into limitation. What if you started to change on the very, in the granular, like right in that moment, actually, I'm going to make a different buying decision. I'm going to show up differently. That feels challenging. The example I like to give on this is that when I first started 
this business, this was six years ago, I decided I was going to give 10% of uh, top line revenue. So not after expenses, but top line revenue to charity. And I picked three charities and I was going to, each time I got a sale, I was going to give 10%. Okay. And every time I went to, to give that money, I was like, I don't want to give it. Okay. Like I didn't feel like I had enough. I was so excited to finally be making sales. But then I was like, oh, that was a $3,000. So I have to give $300. Like I'd made this commitment. Like I have to, I have to, who made the decision, right? But like, I, I had this push pull around it. And so I had to really be like, okay, I feel that I'm aware of that. I can experience that feeling and I'm going to change my feeling state in this moment. I choose this. This is how I want to show up. I don't want to feel limited by money. I don't want to feel limited. I don't, I want to feel abundant here. So I had to change in the moment what it felt like to click the donate button. Okay. Until it felt exhilarating and thrilling. Now I'm someone who loves to give to, to, charities, but I wasn't giving at that level. Okay. And at the time I didn't have a lot of extra cash. That was $300. I could, you know, put into paying off our credit bills or credit card bills or $300 I could put in my business. Right. But it was so important for me not to feel trapped by my limitation story. I had to take a different action in the moment, reprogram yourself to think abundance, become someone who's even more courageous than who she thinks she can be. So you have a conception of yourself and you have a certain level of risk-taking, courage, courageousness, fearlessness. So we never fear not, it's we fear less. It's just fearing a little less, okay? Until you build your capacity and you become someone for whom that action is normal and can do it no problem. So you must become someone who is even more courageous than your conception of who you are. So how do we do this? We must release the guilt and shame. Okay. Shame says I am wrong. Guilt says I've done something wrong. You must release the guilt and shame. You cannot go into guilt and shame, but it's a patterned response that you have to unlearn. You must raise your self-worth. Okay. This is your having this level. How much are you able to receive? How much are you able to receive? You guys, it's so important. If you don't think you're worth making 10K this month, 20K this month, 84K this month, 500K this month, if you don't think you're worth that, you will not receive it. As much as you intellectually say, oh yeah, I'd like to make 10K this month, yeah, I'd like to make 5K this month, whatever your number is. Yeah, I want to make 20K this month. I don't care what your number is, okay? It can be as high as you want it to be or it's, you know, wherever feels like a stretch for you. But if you don't think you're worth that, you will not receive that. It's the same thing for love, attention, beauty, calm, ease, grace. If you don't think you're worth having a fucking fantastic life, you won't. Promise you. Just the way it is. So what are you, what is your level of self-worth? And I can tell you what it is based on the results that you have. Okay. The direct proportion. 
doesn't mean this is not a value judgment, guys. I want to be super, super clear here. This is not saying I'm better than you or you're better than her or she's better than this person. Not at all. This is not a value judgment. This is just saying that your self-worth, your having this level, what you are capable of receiving right now is at this level. Okay. That's all it's saying. It's not about making you wrong or bad or lesser than or any of that. No, do not go there, okay? All of this requires that you know how the universe works in order to become a powerful creator, right? We're first cause. You, you are a creative agent, okay? You are someone who actually controls your destiny. You're just not conscious of it right now. Or if you are conscious of it, you are not choosing in favor of what you want. You're choosing in favor of what you don't want right now. You're not holding yourself to a high enough standard, okay? So when I say freedom, right, you can create whatever you want your life to be like. You can create the income you want, the relationship you want, the health that you want. You can create that. You can control your destiny. To me, that's freedom. I set a goal and I achieve it. That's freedom, okay? Because I'm conscious of how the universe works. I'm conscious of the, how to choose how to manage my mind. I didn't used to be this. I was completely like a pinball in a pinball machine, reactive to the outside world, okay? Universal laws. These are like the laws of physics, like Newton's third law and all of that, gravity, all of this, okay? E equals mc squared. Those are physics laws, okay? They, 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 they're what science tells us run the physical world. Universal laws are the laws that tell us how the spiritual world moves. The spiritual world is the unseen world. It's not the physical world. Now, we are spiritual beings in a physical body. You've all heard that expression, okay? But the spiritual laws, so we, we need to learn how the spiritual laws work. There's an intersection. That's this beautiful divine dichotomy. We are spirit and we are um, of this physical human nature, okay? But these spiritual laws, they are what determine your financial outcome, your, your level of joy in this world, your relationships, okay? And they are what help you transform your life and transmute ideas into things that you can touch in this physical world, okay? They are truth that help us understand ourselves within the universe and how the universe works. And they work regardless of whether you are aware of them or not, okay? It's the law. It doesn't not work because I'm unaware of how gravity works. It's still working. The laws are still working regardless of whether you understand them or are aware of them or any of that, or whether you choose to believe them or follow them or any of that. They work. Understanding them gives you an intellectual foundation, which gives you the courage to scale. So what do I mean by that? I mean that if you really start learning these, if you really start studying these, then you iterate on this over and over and over again. Your, your understanding of these happens both intellectually by study, but it also happens within the, the action, okay? By applying them, by thinking rigorously about it and applying them. And when you understand how it works and you get it, intellectually, then it gives you the courage to make that different decision, to choose differently, to take a little bit more of a risk, to move forward, make, make, find your way in this world. Okay. 
It gives you the courage to grow or scale your life or your business. Alibis, these are excuses, guys. These are the stories, okay? The well-worn path in your psyche that says, yep, this is a problem. This is how, how I function. I don't have enough time. It's so, it's so hard. I'm so overwhelmed. I can't do that now because I have too many other things to do. I need to focus on this and not on this. These are the alibis. They're excuses. They keep you busy, but not moving the, the needle. Something's not moving in your business, okay? It's because you're in the story. You're in the alibi. And it's, it, you're not getting what needs to be done now done. So to quantum leap means closing the gap on time. Super important, you guys. Think about this. If you say, I'll do that tomorrow instead of today, or I'll do that next week instead of right now, or I'll do that in a month instead of right now, that's expanding how long it takes you to get something done. Do it now. Why are you waiting? Why didn't you pick up the phone? Why didn't you send the text? Get it done now, okay? It's a big deal, guys. Closing the gap on time is a big deal. So if you say to yourself, you gotta look at procrastination and the insidious ways that you procrastinate. And oftentimes it's, I need to do this thing inside my business first before I do this. But this over here is the needle moving thing. These are the sales calls. These are the, the speaking on stages. These are the having the deep conversation with your, your partner, right? The things that are going to really change something. But instead, someone needs me to answer this email and they're going to be upset at me if I don't respond to them, right? That's outside driven. So I'm going to do that first over here because I'm driven by beliefs that say I have to please other people before I please myself. Uh-uh. Close the gap on time. Do the thing that's going to move the needle now. It's changed so many clients' lives. This is a fabulous Napoleon Hill quote. This is from Think and Grow Rich. Life is a checkerboard. And the player opposite of you is time, my emphasis. If you hesitate before moving or neglect to move promptly, your men will be wiped off the board by time. You are playing against a partner who will not tolerate indecision. Indecision is saying, I'm not going to close the gap on time. Indecision is saying, I'm going to hold off. It is a decision in a way. It's deciding against yourself. Delays mean more struggle. When you do not decide, how frustrating is that, right? You're using up your REM. You're using up your, in, your energy, okay, with struggle, okay? You're frustrated because you haven't decided. Indecision sucks, okay? It creates a lot of frustration. Why isn't this happening as fast as I want it to happen? But wait, 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 guys. You are first cause. You didn't make the decision. You didn't decide in favor of the outcome you wanted. You decided in favor of the old belief structure that said, I can't do that, okay? And yet you can if you decide to. And of course, it, it equals low and slow cash flow. Everything happens in the now. You probably heard that if you've studied sort of manifestation with, with other people. 
everything happens in the now. There is only one time and space, and it is now. And if you want things to happen faster in this 3D world, don't put them off. Make the decision now. It'll come in now. So success mindset, close the gap on time. Really important. Become a quick decider. The laws show you that it is an ordered universe, not a random universe. You need to learn to think in an ordered way. Okay? It's an ordered universe. Nothing happens by chance. There is no such thing as luck. Everything is cause and effect. The law of cause and effect is the truth. Now, you might not be aware of what the cause was, so it feels random, but it's not. Just because you're not aware of it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. There are lots of things that you are not aware of, okay? Just because I'm unaware of it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Ignorance is, is, is not an alibi, okay? It is a cause though. Ignorance is not an alibi. You must be responsible for understanding, for improving yourself, for, uh, to, to learn, to build your knowledge, okay? You must be responsible for that. It's not an alibi, but it is a cause, meaning not knowing something gives you certain results. Order is heaven's first law. This is a Thomas Troward quote. I freaking love this. Heaven's first law is order. The universe, spirit, source, infinite intelligence wants you to be ordered. The universe is always working to create order. It's always working to create order. It wants order. The order is heaven's first law. And if you are disordered in your thinking, if you're disordered in your behavior, if you're living in a disordered environment, you're gonna have more struggle, more confusion. You need to learn how to order your experiences. This is one of my favorite books. So this is what Hollywell says about ordered thinking. Heaven is a state of mind. Therefore, heaven is an orderly, disciplined, constructive state of thinking. To gain all things, we must first gain a disciplined, orderly, constructive state of mind. To gain all things, to receive, to create, to have what you want, you must first gain a disciplined, ordered, constructive state of mind. Have you a disciplined mind? Have you a dominating appetite? Are you emotional? Do you vent your feelings through impatience, temper, malice, hate, pride, envy, conceit, lies, dishonesty, and the like? Okay, we've all done that, okay? It's just to what degree? And how are you managing yourself? Any of the negations as named, if controlling your thoughts, will delay good from coming to you, if controlling your thoughts. Now, you might have a fleeting thought around, you know, I'm jealous of this person. But if you know how to manage it and you control it, that's a fleeting thought. If you, if you get obsessed by it, that's not okay. Anything in life that dominates us makes us a servant to its dictates. I would write that down. Anything that dominates us makes us a servant to its dictates. Money 
you don't, you want money to be a servant of you, not you of a, a servant of money. But if you don't know how to create it, if you're always wondering how, you know, am I going to make payroll? Am I going to have the cash flow? Am I going to be able to buy this? Am I going to be able to send my kids to college? Am I going to be able to retire? That's being the servant rather than the master. Okay. So if controlling, uh, let's see, anything that in life that dominates us makes us a servant to its dictates. All our weaknesses and our lacks are due to some compelling influence that blinds us and keeps from us what we naturally would receive if we were free in mind to receive them. The state of life is to be able to receive, to create and to receive. Both sides, they work together, okay? That's the natural state of things. But if you have this programming, if you have blind spots, if you have things that keep you from seeing the truth, that blind you, they keep you from what you would naturally receive. So important, so important. Hi. <laughs> oh, I'm so good. How are you? Awesome. Awesome. So if you listen to the Unstoppable Woman podcast, Heather, for um, quite a while, was one of our featured uh, coaching spotlight uh, episodes where we, she generously allowed me to record our coaching calls. And that's not an obligatory thing by any means, but she was very open to that and um, giving is the first law of receiving. So she was like, any way I can help the world, I will. And so she did. So why don't you tell people, I know if I have my numbers correct, could you tell them where you were financially when you started and where you are now? Just get the money stuff sure. right out and then anything else. Okay. When you and I first started, I was making, I have a, a law firm. So I was making uh, 35000 a month, which sounds like a lot, but you know, there's, it's, uh, <clears throat> I had bigger ideas. And uh, you don't know this, <laughs> but now I'm consistently making about 115000 a month. <laughs> so that's huge. Yeah. <laughs> and the last I heard, right, because it's been consistently growing, was uh, you shared with me that it was 92000 So it's yeah. rapidly growing, okay? So this is pretty freaking awesome. Okay, <laughs> so why don't you talk about how, well, why don't you talk about anything you want to talk about at this point? Oh, good grief. Yeah. Well, like, I don't want to totally be the, the lead it, but like, what, would you, what do you think would help people understand the process? Um, boy, geez, there's so much. I mean, it, it's, um, the first thing that popped up to my mind, and I just want to talk about it a little bit, is the terror barrier. Um, it's, it's real, it feels real, it's not real. <laughs> it's not real. And the first time you get through one of them, um, the next ones get easier and easier and easier and easier. And for me, um, my biggest terror barrier was actually working with you, Amir. That was my first real terror barrier that I ran into. Because <laughs> I'm so scary. <laughs> it was so scary. Um, there were tears. Uh, there was a lot of anxiety. My whole chest just tightened right up. And uh, I didn't think I could do it. I didn't think I could do it. I didn't, it was a commitment that I was getting ready to make. And I just, I, 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 <laughs> like I couldn't even breathe. It was something else. And then I believed in you, believing in me. And I said yes. And it just all the tears came. And it was just like, the, it was like the first day of the rest of my life. After that, it got to be so much easier. 
because the next time I ran into something that I felt like I was gonna die, it turns out I'm not gonna die, and none of you are gonna die either. Um, it feels like you're gonna die, but the more you do it, the more you realize that that's, it just that doesn't work that way. What happens is you get stronger, and when you get stronger, the stairs get smaller. And so you bump into the next one, you're, you're like, oh, I know exactly what to do. I'm gonna dig into my toolbox, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm not gonna say there's not gonna be tears, but you know, you say to yourself, okay, I'm gonna make this different choice. Either I'm gonna acknowledge this wall, because it looks like a wall when you look at it, because you can't see up and over it, see? Um, or you say, you know what, I'm gonna figure out a way to get over this thing. And then you dig deep, and you find out what you're made out of, and you say, wow, I'm made out of this. <laughs> and you pop over it, and it just gets easier, and easier, and easier, and what happens, you're right, Amir, what happens is when you get to that next level, first of all, you realize it's a stair and not a wall. So then you're on it, and you're like, ooh, there's, it looks different from up here. <laughs> I can see so much more. I had no idea there was, oh, I can want this up here? Okay, great, all right, well, let's go a little higher then. And then literally I couldn't, I, 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 am, I can't even, I can't like make myself go back to when we first started working together, I was so small. <laughs> I was just, like, I had such a limited view of the world. And just by punching through a couple of these, suddenly it's like, wow, this is awesome, Amira. And then you're like, yeah, and it gets better. I'm like, no way, <laughs> no way. And I think you've, seen, you've said it a few times. And it's true, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and just bigger and better. Awesome. So that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> Thank you, that was great. And congratulations. Hey there, Unstoppable Woman. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed that episode. I often hear, how do you make a quantum leap? How do I get out of my own way and execute at the highest level? As a high achiever, you know that hard work is part of the picture, but there's something more. And that's what I want to teach you at the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. This is three days immersive with me. I'm going to be teaching you what it took for me to go from 138K a year to 700K in one year as a solo entrepreneur. That's a five times quantum leap in income. And I've helped so many clients do similar things, and I would love to help you do that as well. We are going to be working on your marketing. We're going to be working on your mindset. So it's a bulletproof mindset so that you can do what you want to do in this world. And we're going to teach you how to grow and scale your business faster than you ever thought possible. So please, if this is what you want, do not miss this. Join us November 5th, 6th, and 7th at the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. You can find out more at joinamiralive.com. That's joinamiralive.com. Go buy your ticket now, and I can't wait to see you there. <laughs> <laughs>